Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Are you on a mission to spend less on your weekly groceries? If you are, today we are going to talk about how figuring out your grocery budget versus your spending amount can help you to get really clear on what you're spending and save on your groceries week after week. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? Let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. In last week's episode, we talked all about how to be more intentional with your grocery list and how you can use your grocery list to work for you when it comes to saving on groceries. I talked about how it is so much more than what we do in the grocery store. It's how we approach things outside the grocery store, like our meal planning and planning out our grocery shopping that makes the biggest difference over time when it comes to spending less on groceries. Because we can't control how much food costs, but we can control how we approach it. So today, I want to talk about a new way of looking at your grocery budget, looking at that number that you have to spend on groceries each week or each month, and how figuring out what your grocery staples are can help you to really hone in on the areas where you might be spending more than you need to on groceries while still buying the things that you want to buy to eat the way that you want to eat. So the first thing that you need to do here is figure out how much you want to spend on groceries each month. If you're not sure what number that is, you can head back to episode 311, where I share how to create a realistic grocery budget for your family's needs. Today, 
I want to talk about the difference between your weekly or monthly budget and your weekly or monthly spending amount. I know you might be thinking, but Chris, can't I only spend what I've budgeted? Yes, but I want to help you to break it down further into how much you have in variable spending versus how much is on your basic needs month to month and week to week. The main question that you are answering here is once you've accounted for your basic food needs, how much do you have for dinners, for snacks, and for extras? Let me explain. This can seem like an extra step, but I think it's a really valuable tool in awareness and so much in learning how to spend less in any area, but definitely with food, is about awareness of what and how we're spending. And with groceries, utilizing the food that we have and utilizing the food that we buy rather than ending up with a lot of waste. But it's also important to understand that there are things that our families go through every single week. And we want to make sure that we budget for these things first and make sure that we are hitting that baseline. And then we can figure out what else we have for our dinner plan for the week, for extras, for snacks, things like that. If you are noticing you go to the store, fill up your cart and still forget things, or you're spending more than you want to and ending up with waste, or you have an extra full freezer and pantry, this is going to be super helpful for you. So let's define a couple things. Your grocery budget is the amount that you have allocated each month or each week to spend on groceries. Your staples are the things that you buy every single week, the things that your family uses up pretty much in its entirety every single week. Your grocery budget minus your staples, those baseline food needs. These can be things for breakfast, for lunches, whatever your family members need every single week. For example, our family goes through yogurt every week. They go through eggs every week. They go through certain fruits every week. Like We always buy bananas. We pretty much go through an entire bunch of bananas every week. If not, we freeze them and use them for smoothies. We go through bread every week. We go through deli meat every week. These are things that we go through. So your grocery budget minus your staples amount, the amount you spend on staples, is your variable spending amount. That is the amount that you have to spend on dinner items, on snacks, on extras each week. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. So your grocery budget doesn't change, but what you're doing is figuring out how much does my family spend on those baseline things every week, and that can help you to adjust your choices in other areas. So when it comes to your dinner budget, if you're trying to reduce your grocery budget from $300 a week to $200 a week, how much of that $200 is on 
staples. If you are spending $100 a week on your staples, you only have $100 to work with for your dinner items. So this is why this is such a powerful tool for awareness. When you figure out what your staples are and how much you're spending on staples, you're never without those basic things that your family needs. So if your kiddo eats blueberries with breakfast every single morning, you've already budgeted for those blueberries. You never have to worry that you don't have enough in your budget for those essential blueberries. You have figured out your staples. You are buying those every single week. You know how much those cost. And then You can do a couple of things from here. You can work on spending less on your staples groceries. This might mean something like I went to Costco for three items last month because I knew that a two pack of the bread that my family likes is going to be much less expensive per unit, so per loaf of bread, and the big pack of deli meat, we are going to go through throughout the month. Same thing with the big pack of eggs, and it was less if I bought it in bulk. So I didn't go to to Costco for a big stock up last month because we didn't need it, but I still went for a few of those staple items because it made sense for us. That may or may not work for you. So it might be that you get your staple groceries at a certain store. It might mean that you buy some of them in bulk. You can focus on spending less on your staples groceries and try and reduce that amount to an amount that feels good for you while still buying the groceries you want to buy. If you want to buy certain things organic, certain things non-organic, whatever your food values might be. And then you can also focus on and have the awareness of what you have to spend on the rest of it. So on your dinner groceries, if you only have $100 to spend on your dinner groceries, well, then maybe we want to focus on buying one meat and being able to use it in more than one meal, maybe buying less expensive produce. So buying more in-season produce, buying less expensive meat, maybe doing one or two meatless days a week to reduce your groceries that way. It also helps you to figure out how much you want to have for extras. I fully support you having a small budget for just throwing extra fun things in the cart that might not be on your list, but help to make that grocery shopping experience a little bit more fun to have those treats. I don't think you need to be crazy strict just because you're trying to spend less on food. You can actually budget in those extras. Give yourself a little bit of wiggle room, but you want to know how much wiggle room you have. So how are you going to go ahead and start to implement this? I want you to price out what your staple groceries are. Again, these are the things that your family uses up each week. For now, we'll stick to each week We can also talk about monthly staples in the future. I go into monthly staples in my Healthy Mama on a Budget course. But for now, let's just stick to weekly. What are the things your family uses up each week in your pantry, fridge, and freezer? And this can be up to every two weeks, okay? So the things you might buy every couple of weeks. So for us, I buy a big container of spinach that I use in smoothies and with eggs and things like that. We use it all the time. I buy that about every couple of weeks, and I typically buy it when we go to Target because it's less expensive there. So that's still a part of my staples, and I just divide that in half. It's $5, so $2.50 each week is on spinach. So price this out. There are a couple ways to do this. You can use the online grocery delivery system for the place that you shop at the most to create a fake cart with all of your staple items, or you can go to the store and physically price these items out. 
What's most important is that you use the store that you shop at most frequently. Grocery prices change. So if the items on sale go with the higher amount, you want to be prepared to spend more, not less. It's always great when we spend less. We don't want to be there and go, oh, no, it's more than I expected it to be. Go with the higher amount and you will get a more realistic average. And speaking of being realistic, I want you to be realistic about what you buy every single week. Even if it's that you buy a pack of Oreos every single week. Be honest with yourself. If you're buying these things every single week, this is an important part of your grocery budget. Even if it's $3.99 on Oreos every week, we want to make sure that we are accounting for that $16 a month. Knowing that you spend, say, $100, like I mentioned before, on your staples every single week, we can then figure out, okay, I have the rest of the amount, whatever the rest of your budget is, to spend on my other ingredients. So like I said, we can work on spending less on our staples or and or I recommend doing these at different times. We don't need to do everything at once. We have our whole lives to spend less on groceries. We can figure out how to spend less on that variable amount. So going, all right, I've got $100 for dinners. What type of meals am I going to plan that fit within that budget? This can be a really eye-opening and game-changing experience. A lot of us tend to simply forget about those items we buy every single week because we buy them every single week. We might be really good at making sure that we are meal planning and we're writing out our grocery list. Maybe we'll put our staples on that list. Maybe we won't. I recommend keeping your staples list separate because more often than not, people just throw those staples in their cart. And I don't think you necessarily have to write out your staples every single week. I have a list of staples on my phone and I'll just give it a brief check when I'm at the grocery store. Like, oh, yeah, I have all those things because we just throw them in the cart naturally. Knowing how much we're spending on those things, we just naturally throw in the cart. And then what we have outside of that can be a really powerful form of awareness to help us to really hone in on what we are spending on groceries. So remember, the main question you're answering here is once you've accounted for your basic food needs, how much do you have for dinners, snacks, and extras? I want you to try this out this week. I want you to price out your staples, get that awareness of how much you're spending every single week on your groceries or on your basic groceries, and then what you have to spend based on what you want to spend on groceries, what your goal budget is. It might take a couple weeks of adding and adjusting to figure out how much you truly spend on staples week after week, and that's okay. This is about creating positive grocery habits for life. It's not about looking for quick fix savings. Saving on groceries one week is great, but saving on groceries over time is what is going to make the biggest difference. If you found this episode helpful and you want to dive deeper into exactly how to tackle your grocery spending once and for all and learn to eat well and spend less, you will love my Healthy Mama on a Budget course. This six-week course is jam-packed with exact steps and a ton of tools to reduce your grocery spending for good, one step at a time, from creating your ideal budget to learning how to meal plan 
to grocery shopping strategically and cooking with budget in mind. This is more than just what you do at the grocery store. This is about creating habits for eating well and spending less for life. Inflation has nothing on you or the power you have to reduce your spending while still serving your family delicious, nutrient-dense foods. And in honor of spring, Healthy Mama on a Budget is on sale for a limited time. There is no better time than the springtime to refresh your grocery budget so you can get the entire course, including 20 budget-friendly bonus recipes, as well as a limited-time brand-new bonus ebook I just put out, Simply From Scratch, with 15 easy, healthy, staple recipes you can make from home for less instead of buying. It's all yours for 25% off, so head to healthymamachris.com slash budgetkitchen and use code SPRING23 or click the link in the show notes. As always, I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was helpful, please head over to Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris over there. Let me know it was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. That's the best place to get in touch with me. Let me know if this is something that you are working on. I want to help you to work through this and work on reducing your grocery spending to a place that feels really good so you can eat well and spend less. Thank you so much for listening, and until next episode, happy grocery shopping. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.